Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. And I'm the other host, Anthony. Hello, Anthony. Hello, Christopher. We are recording on this balmy 12-degree day. (laughs) Yes, it is snowing quite a bit outside, especially for West Texas. This is one of those rare days where we are recording on a Sunday. Not only is it Sunday, it's snowing on this day, and it's Valentine's Day. This isn't a Valentine's movie. We just happened to watch it, and the day that we recorded it fell on Valentine's Day. So if you're listening to this, and you don't have a Valentine, uh, you can be ours. So Yeah, that's the only way Chris is going to get one. So <laughs> That's fair. On the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast, what we actually do is watch science fiction movies, and then we talk about them. Yeah. Speaking of science fiction movies, what did we watch, Anthony? We watched the 2017 drama sci-fi film The Beyond. The or Beyond. The Beyond. I'm not sure which is proper. (laughs) Right. Interestingly enough, I think that there is also a science fiction television show called Beyond. Two seasons. Hmm. On, uh, apparently. I uh, knew that there was a 1981 horror film, The Beyond. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that I'm still trying to get Beyond Skyline. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So not the most original of names. And it's actually sure. something I'm probably I want to talk about when we're talking about this movie is why is it called The Beyond? But that's okay. We can we can get to it when we get to it. It's noted on IMDb as a sci-fi thriller, which not sure if that's actually accurate. But uh, but did it this thrill is a you, movie... <laughs> Chris? Well, we'll wait for that here in just a second. But as this is a movie that I chose i will give you the floor uh if you want to give your initial thoughts and opinions i would love to give my initial thoughts and opinions but i feel like before i can do that i have to go over some facts <gasps> the facts the facts and nothing but the facts so the beyond uh, does not have a wikipedia entry at least this movie doesn't i think the older <laughs> the beyond does have a wikipedia entry so feel free to read that and see if it's something you want to watch i'm not gonna. the show the show has a wikipedia the show entry, has a wikipedia entry nice <laughs> nice <laughs> So, The Beyond, there's, I'm going to blurb you. The IMDb blurb says, After observing an anomaly in space, scientists transplant human brains into synthetic bodies and send them through the wormhole. All right. <laughs> Let me hit you with the Amazon Prime blurb. Yeah, please. Astronauts modified with advanced robotics are sent through a newly discovered wormhole. When the mission returns unexpectedly, the space agency race to discover what the astronauts encountered on their groundbreaking interstellar journey. Well, at least it's written better. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So this thing is sitting at a 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb with like 5,500 ratings. Median score, 5. I don't have a Metacritic or a Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes has zero critical reviews and a 33% audience score based on 250 plus ratings. Very good. Very good. Very good. It's got three out of five stars on Amazon Prime Video. Out of 440 ratings, which is where we watched this film. Is it a film? Yeah, it's a film. (laughs) Oh my goodness. All right. So this movie is, it's done up like a documentary. Everything is shaky cam or, or, I don't know if you want to call it shaky cam, but it's not steady. And it has the quality of a documentary. As far as the the lighting and the sh- the shots, and there's a lot of talking heads, very little actual, if any, action that I can think of. 
this movie's boring. Like we've watched a lot of bad movies where I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to continue watching this because it is so bad. And in this movie, I was just fighting to stay awake because it's just people talking to me about the plot after it happened the whole time. The director slash writer of this film, Hasraf uh, Dolul, Dolui, something, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that last name. He's primarily known for his special effects work and his visual effects. So he's done a lot, a lot of visual effects. He's got 49 credits on IMDb for visual effects, 16 as a director. And after watching this, I, I want to say that he's a much better visual effects supervisor than he is a director. I don't have anything else to say. This is a boring movie. There's literally, there's there's almost nothing to talk about. Fair enough. You, 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 what do you think? Oh my gosh. I I rarely do this on our podcast, but I'm just going to be up front with my opinion. Like Please. right up front with my opinion. I also found this movie incredibly boring. Yeah. I think it's because it's, maybe it's the first type of movie that I've ever seen like this. There was a movie a long time ago. Mia Jovovich was in it. Hold on. The Fourth Kind. I don't know if you've ever mm. watched that movie. No, I'm aware of its existence. Okay, it's it's very much um kind of the same in terms of, like, we're going to film it like a documentary, mm. but we're also going to, like, film other things. We're going to have scenes like we would in a traditional movie, but we're just going to, what we're going to do is take that and then turn it into footage for a doc, right? Mm. That being said, I was remarkably interested Despite it being boring, I think not even necessarily in another set of hands, because I think this guy does a pretty good job of making like he, he directed this movie pretty well, I think, in my opinion. Well, there's nothing to direct, but sure. Well, what I was going to say is I think the the premise of the movie works for me. The idea that we'll kind of just do a little spoiler here. Yeah, spoil it. Do it. <laughs> so this is near future, as far as we can tell, a anomaly in space appears right next to the international space station one of the astronauts who's on a spacewalk disappears and then all of a sudden giant did you you never watch terminator dark fate did you no no i I have other things i had to do (laughs) well there's like these giant spheres that appear to be like almost ink like dirty ink or like a weird slurry of black sand just kind of floating around on earth long story short we go into the anomaly as it turns out that um, an alien intelligence has come to Earth to protect us from some sort of cosmic event, which causes debris, giant meteors are going to hit the Earth, and these spheres essentially turn into like a weird planetary bubble that protect Earth, and then a second planet <laughs> just appears within our orbit. Yeah. Farther away than the moon, but not not close enough to apparently damage our tides or whatever. I'm not sure the science is going to work on that one. We sure. just call it Earth 2, which in my opinion is really boring. Yes. But I, I will ask you a question now. Yeah. If you had the ability to name a planet, what would you name it? Ooh, that's an interesting question. I was not prepared for that at all. <laughs> so it, we, I mean, we call the Earth Earth. Right. In a, in a lot of fiction, we call the Earth Terra. Right. That's which it's, I think Latin, is just a, it's Latin's name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's just another word for Earth, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I would I would assume that if we were naming, if we went to another solar system and colonized it, we would name the system and the planets in some sort of theme. Like we've named our own planets after Roman mythology. We would just do yeah. a similar thing, but with some other source material. And I'm not sure what that source material would be. 
Obviously, what other mean, mythology makes a lot of sense, right? What if we did Mayan Ooh. or Aztec? Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. But, uh, sit on that one. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to think about it ever again, but yeah, <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> Earth <laughs> 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Sorry, in uh, the other movie we just we watched recently, Breach, it was New Earth. Yeah, New and Earth. And then we could do New New Earth. <laughs> Earth again. Uh, oh, snap. Here we go. <laughs> no, I, I think the problem with this movie Earth was... Earth after next. <laughs> it Sorry. wasn't... I think the entire idea of this movie works. I think the premise is sound. I think it, the choice to do a mockumentary is ultimately its downfall. Because I think it's stunning, the effects, when they're not doing the weird shaky cam or when we're not looking at a camera in space even though we're not actually in space but sure i thought the cybernetic synthetic bodies were very interesting yeah obviously they couldn't move they couldn't move around in them because they're a prop right right Uh, (laughs) but um i think it's a visually stunning movie and i think that it would have been a better movie had it just not been a mockumentary but i'm not sure how you tell this story without telling interstellar with aliens you're gonna go with interstellar huh well i mean just like a big let's hey let's go through a wormhole oh sure but that's like such a small part of the movie that lasts like five minutes is this not more like arrival (laughs) i don't think i've ever seen arrival is that the one with uh amy adams yes jeremy renner forrest whitaker yeah, I've never seen that one. Oh, well, well I'm going to spoil that movie, the, the premise of that movie for you a little <laughs> bit. Let me read this to you. Uh, when 12 spacecraft mysteriously appear around the globe, a renowned linguist is called in to attempt communication with alien visitors. With the world's various militaries, blah, 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 wanting to get into a conflict, she works to decipher the alien's language and intentions, but find their words altering the very substance of her thoughts. Mm. Anyways, it's the same idea. It came out a year earlier. Hey, there's this... Like these weird alien things. What are we going to do? And then they go and then they uh, goes to the plot. Didn't we watch? What was the other movie we watched? Uh, no, it was a TV show with what's her face from Battlestar Galactica. Oh, Another Life. Another Life. Yes, we watched Another yeah. Life. Alien spaceship shows up. We got to do a bunch of things to it. It's such a it's such a boring premise. And I say boring. It's a well trod premise. And they didn't do anything unique with it in this movie. Yeah. You can redo, you can do the same plot over and over and over again in science fiction. You can make a movie based off of a premise from a Star Trek episode from 60 years ago and have it be a really good movie, right? And and have compelling characters and, and maybe have a little bit of a, I don't want to say a life lesson, but uh, some, some messaging in there that you want to get across. And you could do a really good job with it. And someone else can do the same thing two years later and, and it'd be really good. That's not the case here. Not only did they choose to do the whole thing as this fake documentary, which, okay, fine. I mean, there's plenty of movies that have a little bit of, I don't want to say documentary, like kind of spurted, uh, kind of throughout them. Um, I think that as a framework, it would have been fine, right? Especially if we'd been able to see what these characters are actually doing plus versus what they say on camera. Okay, that's interesting, right? That could have been an interesting way of telling it and actually giving depth to the characters because as it stands, none of them are worth anything they don't none of them mean anything they they have very uh they're very two-dimensional characters because we only really see them through the lens of the documentary so it's a huge so i agree with you it's a huge missed opportunity there but also the anti there's plenty of movies and there's plenty of science fiction and plenty of non-science fiction that is anti-war and i love a lot of it right there are war movies that are anti-war that's not uncommon and a lot of them do a really really good job this movie tries to be anti-military I think it misses its mark. I think it misses its mark with all of its messaging because they took it and they stuffed it all into the last 
eight and a half minutes of the of the movie. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was another thing that kind of was it weirded me out is th- the first thing that they do to really kind of make it anti-military is we have first off we have the space agency (laughs) which sure you know as generic as you could get fine i'm not upset about it but they send two astronauts have we talked about the word astronaut before what it literally Um, stands for i don't think we have not on wax anyways oh okay astronaut in latin literally means star sailor which i thought yeah i I didn't know that for a long time they send the lead cosmologist or cosmologist i think is what they're called she essentially, if I remember right, a, a cosmologist is someone who studies the cosmos, right? And they also send some unnamed military person. Right. We don't know who they are. We don't nope. know anything about them. Negative. And they don't get any screen time. What's, I don't think we actually see their face. No. I think they refer to him as a him, but that's it. Yeah. They travel through this anomaly, this wormhole, essentially, and there's a bright flash of light, and then he is yanked out of the spaceship, or capsule, for lack of a better term, and then explodes. (laughs) He explodes from where there is a gun or other weapon embedded in his mechanical arm. Yeah, there's a scene where they talk about how they call these, these cybernetic suits or synthetic suits, human 2.0, right? Right. And they're showing like an overlay of the military version, and it has a gun in its right arm. And then that's where they explode from. Right. So the aliens are like, no, 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 no weapons here, man. (laughs) They have all of these abilities, and they're so benevolent. Everyone's like, wow, they saved us. But they murdered a guy. (laughs) They murdered somebody for having small arms on him which they wouldn't have ha- he wouldn't have had to use because there was nothing to use it on once you get to the other side of the wormhole so it was it, it, i don't know it, like i said it, it's weird to have a movie be anti-military instead of just anti-war and they kept treating so the military has this human 2.0 project because they're going to make better soldiers yada 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 i'm like okay all right so we've i've, I've seen this x-files episode before yeah <laughs> That's fine, whatever. So it's just it's just a trope within a trope within a trope. None of it is original. It's just it's just boring on top of boring on top of boring. You know, it's like I like spaghetti. I like I know you like spaghetti. I think we've we've had spaghetti together in the past. Mm-hmm. But I sure as heck don't like just taking my spaghetti, putting it in a bowl, and then eating it. It's bland. There's nothing there. I mean, it's still spaghetti, but there's no sauce. Even if you're just putting a little a little bit of garlic in there or some butter, just, just basic noodles, nothing. It's just straight from the pan or straight from the pot into my bowl. And now I'm being forced to eat it so that I can talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> it's boring. It's bland. It's not doing anything for me. And it's a, it's a waste of my time. All right. I've not said fair. all I I've said all I need to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's not a lot to talk about in this movie. We've, we've gone over basically the entire plot. They just take forever to get there and then they squeeze this all this messaging about maybe we'll do better on Earth too. And I get that. Like I and I'm not I don't necessarily disagree with any of the messaging besides the the very blatant the military is evil all the time. Like okay. Yeah. And we also never get I think the problem with a message like that is when you are going to have an anti anti anything message it's really important to have the other side of that coin like we never really get like a briefing 
with the space agency and because i think this this takes place in the uk i believe so right yeah Yeah. despite despite the fact that there's americans that work for the british space agency whatever there was a british guy who worked for the nasa in the martian okay so i'm not i'm not really worried about that but we never get a briefing with any sort of military intelligence any generals any council there's no chief of staff who sits down and he's like hey this is what we think we got to act on x and that's our plan and then there's no argument there's no big debate on whether or not that's right or wrong and i think that's the problem with this movie is it, it it i'm not saying it's a leap of logic but the fact that there is no input from anyone aside from the space agency is kind of weird look i'm not <laughs> i'm not going to get political on this podcast at this particular moment but there is a place for the military whatever that place may be i'm not i'm not arguing yep. the point and i think that in a because because nasa's a civ, like nasa's a civilian agency right sure yeah okay and i mean yes it space, is yes I'm, I'm assuming the space agency is just supposed to be nasa but not nasa right yes uh, not NASA. I'm, I'm pretty so as we I'm, see a lot <laughs> in science fiction i'm pretty sure that they consult with the military on a lot of things so sure i mean they have to share airspace and whatnot it's the thing is you can be critical of something without being completely against uh, how do i put it they they didn't have any there was no finer points to their argument it was just oh the military is evil and look these aliens agree with us and they <laughs> killed this unnamed soldier and then no one's going to care about his life anymore yeah i mean they treated the movie treated the soldier as dispensable almost inhuman which is something that is a common argument against, you know, or common criticism of the military. <laughs> so the, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it just didn't, it just didn't work. Yeah. I'd be interested to see if this was a, a product of editing. I, you know, do you know what the budget was for this film? Uh, I don't have any information on it. Yeah. Really it's gotta be pretty low considering how everything is shot and how they're basically wearing the same outfits the entire time. That was uh, one of the reviews I read. Cause it, I watched this movie, I don't want to say twice, but uh, I watched the first half and then I stopped and then I watched the entire movie Mm. again later. And, you know, uh, I went into the reviews and multiple people were like, why are they wearing the same outfits? (laughs) This takes place over the the course of a few years at least, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I know we don't have much to say about this movie. What's really interesting is this guy, Hasraf Dulal. So you, we talked about his visual effects. Sure. Uh, he worked on The Dark Knight, Nova, Hellboy 2, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Quake Wars, that's pretty neat. He's directed some other things. I'm just going to go through them real quick here. Uh, Fubar, Redux, Project Kronos, Iris, Sync, those are all shorts. The Beyond, which is this. 2036, Origin Unknown, has Katie Sackhoff in it. Yeah, that's what we're watching for next week. <laughs> A show called Fast Lane, which is about a young, uh, I'm just going to read the blurb, a 12-year-old overachiever Lane finds her ordinary life thrown into a tailspin when she discovers a sophisticated talking car named Vin hidden in an abandoned Is this ship. a Disney Channel movie? That sounds like a Disney Channel movie. It sounds like um, Knight Rider, but for children. Nice. Battlesuit, Percival, like he's just got a lot of, Some it looks like he just, in there. yeah, just makes a lot of short films. Oh, it looks like is, The Beyond was his first, I am i don't even know, I, feature length production? Yeah. I, I barely want to call this a feature-length film because there's no beginning, middle, and end. There's no story. Right. Like, even as a documentary, if this was documenting something that actually happened, I would maybe be less bored, but I would still I would still go and watch a completely different documentary about it and be like, okay, yeah, this, this is much more interesting. 
This is a dud, I think. Oh, yeah. This is the definition uh, of a dud. <laughs> one hour and 43 minutes. Oh, yeah. Was there... I didn't I didn't watch the credits long enough. There was, was nothing there like after a, the credits, no. Oh, okay. Cool. I did check. Great. I put my little <laughs> mouse... I put my mouse over the <laughs> the progress bar and went to the end. There was no, no extra goodies at the end, if you want to call them goodies. <laughs> I don't know if I have an idiot of the movie, unless... The director can be the idiot of the movie. <laughs> I say the director. He also wrote this. So as far as I'm concerned, it's his baby and it's his fault. I can uh, I can agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to put Kelsey Grammer in this film because then I'd have to hate Kelsey Grammer. So. The only thing that Kelsey Grammer could have done in this movie without me despising him would have been if he narrated it. If he just narrated. Oh, that's what it was missing yeah. as a narrator. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been great. Uh, and then he's, so, and he goes uncredited. So the whole time you're like, is that Kelsey Grammer? Huh. So 4.8, like you said, on IMDb. I think that's generous. Yeah. I'm going to say something, and then you can tell me if you want me to put it on, on wax or not here. I feel like this movie's rating is too high, and I feel like it's too high due to the fact that simple people are tricked by the format of this and think <laughs> that it's interesting. Yeah. Um, I know I just insulted. Uh, let me see how many people rated this above a four. Uh, five. I just insulted a few thousand people, like 2,000 people. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't care. Like I said, the only thing that I can even stand about this movie is is literally the effects. I'm gonna do a cross uh, cross media reference here. This is like Anthem, which <laughs> came out, I believe, was released in 2019. Beautiful looking game, absolutely no substance. And I think that that this movie, The Beyond, I think I've dated it, this this movie before. <laughs> this movie is literally just looks great, has no substance. We're not taking shots at Hasraf Dullil here because we've said it before and I'll say it again. It is incredibly difficult to make a movie. The amount of time and effort and money that goes into making a film is staggering. And I don't know if I'll mm-hmm. ever get the opportunity to do that. Whatever. Oh, so Even I, if I got the opportunity, I don't know what I would do with it for sure. Yeah. We're not being critical of his movie making abilities we're just being critical of this movie so before the before any keyboard warriors go out there trying to defend this guy again we're not taking shots at has as he is that's his nickname i guess i'm not taking a shot at has he just missed this one that's all yeah he made a bad movie yeah it's fine do you want to take a moment to talk about some of the science in the movie and by some of the science i mean these (laughs) earth or not earth human 2.0 cyborgs sure kind of dumb all right that's my opening i don't think like it's this weird situation where everything looks modern you called it near future i think it's supposed to take place in 2017 or 2018 but i i'm not going to rewatch to confirm we go from oh my gosh we're on the iss we got this big anomaly out there we don't know anything about it we want to send something we're sending probes to hey we can uh, take your brain out and put it in a machine <laughs> to make you better so that you can survive the the trip i'm like well you could take that same technology and turn it into a spacesuit and that'll be way cheaper <laughs> and how did the first guy that they tried that on end up dying when the military apparently had a few dozen of them so they knew how to do it but we spent all this time relearning it. Like it didn't, I don't know. Unless it was there, I just missed that they were making advancements in it. I don't know. All I know is that the British military apparently has taken soldiers' brains, put them into, robocop them essentially, and then sent them into battle. And um, yeah. I 
like I said before, I think the idea would work where because I the plot or um, the crux of the human 2.0 is that they don't believe that humans as we currently exist would be able to withstand the rigors of traveling through the anomaly or the void as they start to call it right which is strange because i don't think that you would call that a void because uh, a void employs a complete lack of existence i think I the whole idea see. is that it was kind of a hole <laughs> and they couldn't see into it and they weren't getting right. telemetry back so the name kind of made sense that's fair but i mean isn't don't we call it the void of space and there's just nothing yeah right? i don't know why is the movie called the beyond i don't know what are we getting beyond <laughs> skyline <laughs> I hate it. So they they talk about how they don't believe humans could survive the rigors of this trip, so they're going to put them in these RoboCop bodies. Sure. And they spend they spend I think about ten or fifteen minutes going over how these things are or what they're designed of, what they're made of, and we actually get to see them kind of moving around in it a little bit. They never actually walk around. I, I assume because this prop is so heavy because it's being supported by some straps. The, yeah. inti- the only time we ever see these things is when they're sitting down, laying on a table, or strapped up. There, there's some that are standing, but it's real blurry shots, so they can hide. Yeah. yeah. But I. But that being said, you are right. Why didn't they just put them in a suit of power armor? I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. why can't they just build this around them? Uh, I did notice a huge continuity error. Oh, we got a continuity error. Massive, massive continuity error. When they are going through the memory blocks... Oh, yeah. They can download human memory. Yeah, that's yeah. good. This person, whose name I've already forgotten, I'm not going to look it up. I don't care. She's wandering around on this planet, and we, we do get, like, a first-person perspective. Sure. And yeah. we see we see their hands, and they literally look like a pair of hands in white, like, leather gloves. Oh, really? And then I didn't even notice. Within a, and within, like, a minute, we see their hands again, and then they are, like, the human 2.0 hands. So, Yeah. Continuity here. Good, good. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Well, it's because her brain was processing her hands as being normal in the... <laughs> I don't know. All right, man. It, it, <laughs> oh, the, the, only, the only thing I have left to say is I did find it interesting that in this media and uh, some other media that, that have like transplanting human consciousness into a robot body, yeah. there's a common theme where we have to trick the brain into thinking that they're still human so they simulate breathing which is sure interesting you know sure yeah yeah um, yeah well, it's so, just uh, because yeah. the person is going to be breathing inside of that suit for the movie yeah. <laughs> so they were like well, let's talk about it let's yeah. spend too much time on this yeah i'm done with this one yeah me too <laughs> all right obviously do not recommend not worth the price of subscription i think i can speak for all of the sci-fi wise guys when i say that yes if you want to catch more of our opinions please do subscribe follow like leave us that five-star review on itunes or comment whatever it happens to be we'd really appreciate it if you want to send us your suggestions for better films to watch you can email them to us at sci-fi at gmail.com we're also on all of the social medias twitter and instagram at sci-fi wise guys and on facebook uh, just search for the sci-fi wise guys will pop up i assume <laughs> and also feel free if you really really liked what you heard which we understand you know this is quality content you can hop on over to our patreon patreon.com forward slash sci-fi wise guys anything that you can patron us with we'd appreciate you also get access to our episodes early any behind the scenes content stuff we like to call out of pod you know mostly stuff that's either inappropriate or just not 
related to the uh, the movie or show or the visual entertainment media that we've chosen to watch for that particular episode. You can kind of glean into the inner psyche. And you actually also, if if you go back far enough, can actually listen to the genesis of this podcast. So Yeah, we, uh, man, we that. put so much thought into this. <laughs> Literally, I, I think I think I messaged you when I was walking my dog and I was like, hey man, let's, let's start recording a podcast. <laughs> yep. We just want to say thanks again, everyone who's listened. I want you to stay healthy, stay hydrated. And thanks for listening to this podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye. I did find a movie that has both Hayden Christensen and Nicolas Cage, but I don't necessarily think it's science fiction or fantasy. It's just called Outcast. Yeah, but I just just send that to me so I can watch it in my free time. <laughs> uh, okay.